Hey, everybody, just wanted to remind you that Halloween is coming up soon. At the end of this month, we will do a spooky type of show, and we love to hear it when our listeners call in with some spooky things that happen to them. Um, sometimes they are real life scary and sometimes they are paranormal scary. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, that's 570-PODWOD1, or you can email us at shout at yallheard.me. On to the show! Y'all heard? Two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Y'all Heard. Indeed it is. A podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are never related. Ever. Ever. And this is a show that tells you all sorts of interesting things. Like what, why, how, where, when, and who. Ooh. Pete did that last one because he loves birds. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, how are you? Uh, my eye has been twitching and I don't know why. That usually means there's internal stress that I Ooh. can't recognize. <laughs> oh, no. But my note says, fall temps. I love them, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I like it. So that summarizes my week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just going to say two things. One, I just finished telling Pete that I'm watching the movie called Friend of the Family, which is based on a real story. And I feel so conflicted because, well, Pete, do you, I, I'm not going to go into it now, but I'm just wondering before I say this, do you know the story that the show is based on? Yes. Okay. And it's so bonkers that I'm like, I'm like so excited to see it <laughs> in film form because it's insane uh but i feel bad because it really happened to someone yeah so i feel bad about being excited but i'm like oh man this is gonna look absurd in a show (laughs) so such is the case with true crime it's like you always have to remember that real people actually went through this and then you go oh this isn't as fun (laughs) as it was before I know. So, like, yeah, so I'm torn. But, like, this is going to be I, – I, I would be shocked if this is not a riveting TV show. Uh, and two um, – oh, I went to – Pete, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the with the store Dolls Kill. There's no reason for you to be. No. But they sell, like, like, like goth and raver clothes. Like, it, I think it looks, looks like it's aimed to, like – you know, people maybe a little younger than me. It's like it's like the rad store. Anyway, uh, they were doing a traveling sample sale yesterday. Usually the clothes cost a shit ton of money, and maybe I'll buy something every once in a while. But as we all might know, I don't have a job right now. But the sample sale was supposed to, like, have everything be, like, ultra cheap. So I went. I just want to tell you two things that I scored. One, I scored a bustier that looks exactly like what the fly girls used to wear and in living color. <laughs> uh, sadly, I don't think anyone that was with me, like I was trying to, I, like someone was like, oh, that looks retro. And I was like, oh man, I don't think most people know what fly girls are. But I was just like, I need someone to know. And I know mm-hmm. that you know. And two, I got, before I say what I get, they're not costume quality. They're like legit high-end shoe quality. Pete. I finally own those Pilgrim Witch shoes <laughs> that have a big buckle. 
Yeah. And are pointy. And I saw them, and they were my size. It was like the heavens opened. <laughs> and the person I was with was like, you've got to fucking get this. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think they're normally $70. I got them for $20. So, guys, I don't know where I'm going to wear Pilgrim Witch shoes, but fuck, I am... I just think about them all the time. I'm like, I can't believe I own them. I've wanted a pair of these for so long. <laughs> Dreams so. really do come true, listener. <laughs> yeah. I also just want to let you know I came down in that bustier. Guys, if you don't know what a fly girl from a living color is, just Google it. I came down in the bustier, and I was, I don't expect to, like, wear it to the grocery store. I was like, <laughs> look at this funny thing I got. But you could tell in his eyes, like, he respects me. But he doesn't want to go out with me wearing that. And I don't think that he understood that I knew it's not something I was going to wear all the time. Yeah. I think he thought I bought it just to wear like normal. And he was like, oh, that looks a little weird, doesn't it? (laughs) And I was like, good. Okay. Yeah. People need to get us. Yeah. You know. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, you want an icebreaker, or do we have some... some, some you calls? know what? We have some things to catch up with. Okay. We've got great fans, and sometimes they call to remind us. Oh, you told me to remind you. We got a Mike Vinos thing. Yes, yes. So we'll start with Michael Vinos. Hey, Marissa and Pete. Sorry for the late reply, but attached are the Dolly results when I put in the term holy matrimony, which Marissa requested. Sadly, it did not come back with any donut-related imagery, but it also did return some beings who maybe aren't quite human, which is appropriate for this, the scariest of all months. Let me know if you have any other prompts you'd like me to explore. (laughs) Sincerely, Michael Vinos. Thank you, Mike. Guys, if you don't know what that's referring to, uh, you should listen to our Lobe episode. That is where uh, it was about a, a basically a digital cryptid that was created by an AI generator. And I asked our listener who, who toys around with an AI generator to put in the prompt holy matrimony because I wanted to see donuts getting married. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, come on. This is the... This is... Um, I... It's hard for me to tell which order I'm going in, but to everybody except Mike, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, so. I'm going to explain what I see. Okay. I first see a man and a woman, a bride and a groom, barely holding a bouquet. They're both holding the same bouquet that seems to be made out of lilacs and butter lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's the first picture. Um, but there are some interesting aspects to this picture that you don't always pick up on. Right I can't away. See it totally, it's kind of small. So one is that Ew. this ring is translucent. That's disgusting. Another is that this looks like part of the finger is missing. Like you were seeing the green in the back of the picture. Yeah, yeah. Through the finger, and then there's this little thing right here. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's like a shard of metal between his fingers. Yeah, it's just it's just odd. Oh, can we please put this in show notes? I want people to experience. This. Sure, sure. Okay. So let me see here. How do I go to the... Okay. So this is the next Ew! one. <laughs> so are all AI-generated pictures horror stories? <laughs> okay, let me see. I don't even know how to explain this. Okay. This is a bride and a groom. Mm-hmm. 
their features are like not deformed. They're not like people. It's deformed. as like if corrupted. somebody told, like, it's as if you went to a plastic surgeon who said, "Cut out all of the like parts of somebody's face that you would want, and then put them together." Except these are the leftovers. <laughs> you know, like it's like someone like his eyes look black and warped. His teeth look kind of weird. He's wearing asymmetrical glasses. His face is like weird. The bride looks like she's missing an eye, and she also looks like she has a smile similar to the grabber from the Black Phone movie. <laughs> so I feel like Loeb is, again, listen to our Loeb episode if you don't know what I'm talking about, but I feel like Loeb is somehow in every AI in it. So my thought is that they're not, that the AI is somehow taught to not use actual people's faces. Yeah, you must be right. And it, but like, it's also doing a terrible job coming up with the, the I know. alternative. <laughs> no. All right, so this is another one. Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> okay, this holy matrimony is a bride and a groom. Their heads are cut off at the eyes, though. Um, they are in the snow. Uh, they're holding a bouquet of flowers. They're fucking stoked as shit. And the bride only has two front teeth and no other teeth. And they both have these gloves. And their yeah, hands are open as if they're holding a snowball, but there's no snowball. <laughs> yeah, this one is... This one is the weirdest one, honestly. Yeah. And then we'll end on a sweet note. Nope, wrong way. <laughs> okay, uh... I mean, almost. Yeah, almost. <laughs> Uh, um, he looks like an Asian young man and an Asian older woman holding hands, looking at each other lovingly, but somehow their faces are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. And uh, he also has glasses on, but like they kind of look like shades. <laughs> yeah, they do. And he has no teeth. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, Marissa, it does seem like all AI is gross. <laughs> Mike Venus, I'm going to think of another fun one. I don't have one yet, but I'm going to think of another fun one. Thank you. That I'm, was great. I'm wondering, you know, would Holy Matrimony with Donuts Wedding Portrait do something? I'm not really sure. Yeah. But um, maybe and throw in the word. what would Holy Matrimony give us? <laughs> Mike Vito's. <laughs> How is he spelling holy? Uh, just user choice. But two, just... two cubes getting married. <laughs> yeah, if you're trying to tell unholy, it's spelled with please unholy matrimony and holy matrimony plus donuts. <laughs> okay. Okay, and then we have a, 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 the topic of ghosting will okay. not die. <laughs> oh, but... I've had a lot of feedback. <laughs> But we also have some um, some other comments from Alex. Alex has a good quote in this one, but I don't know that I necessarily agree with it. Has Alex been ghosted? Well, I'll just play his message for you to find out. Okay. Hi, this is Alex. I'm calling in about the recent episodes on ghosting and fascism in Roblox. I want to discuss 
One goes to the number few, what is few, and three issues with roadblocks that go beyond fascism. So one goes to, I think that if somebody, if a couple's been out on a couple of dates, they should have some kind of a discussion to break up if they're going to break up. I mean, at least to say, you know, I, I don't want to keep going out. Uh, I think that a reason why people ghost is they feel obligated to provide some kind of reason for a breakup. And I think you need to provide a reason for, you know, ending a marriage, of course, right? But that um, I don't know that people really need to have great reasons or get other people to agree with them that they should be fated to, you know, quit dating. I think you should just be able to do that. You need a reason to keep going. You don't need a reason to stop. So that's a good I mean, quote. going on dates and you're not exclusive. Based on the values that we understand from Alex, that is two people who have gone on two dates, then you don't need to provide any accountability. <laughs> okay, fine, I'll give you that. But, like, if it's long-term dating, yeah. you absolutely need a reason. I need a reason. And even if you don't Why have... You ghosted me after a year, Daniel Tinghao Shu. <laughs> and even if you don't have a reason, I feel like a discussion might be warranted. Like, it's oh, like... Yeah. I yeah. don't want to date you anymore. And then I go, how come? And they go, I just don't want to. It's like, okay. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's fine. That's not great, but at least you go like, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> but at least he didn't ghost me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, and as long as we all accept that, I think that if we would all accept that, then ghosting would go away as a phenomenon. Two, few. Um, I refuse to give a fixed number for few. I had previously said that a couple is two and several is three through seven, but few is going to be context dependent. It's just relative to what you would expect a normal number to be, and that's going to vary, of course, based on the situation. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have never, I have never had these opinions with Alex. Alex, I still love you. Uh, it's just, I just like how you're like, I will not give it a mouth. I refuse. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm still not a thousand percent. Uh, for some reason, I keep saying that today. I'm still not exactly certain what that means. Because if you say like, like all the examples I can think of are not working. Like I'm trying to come up with something that falls within what he's describing, but I'm also falling short of that because I'm overcomplicating it. Because I'm thinking like a few dozen donuts. It's like okay, but that's a dozen donuts. Oh, that's a and, lot. But yeah, like, how that. many dozens are you getting? So we're actually counting the dozens, not the f the actual donuts themselves. So I'm having a hard time finding a relative number. All I know is if I ask for a few M and M's and someone has a bag of M and M's, I want somewhere between three and five. Okay. That's all I can tell you. Can I tell you in other things besides M&M's? Debatable. Can I have a few bucks? Yeah, I would give you like three. Yeah. So maybe let's make it a three. <laughs> <laughs> three. Roblox. Marissa. What? Hang on to your pants. Oh, no. 
uh, as soon as I saw the episode title, I was like, well, that checks out. Of course, Roblox would have problems with fascism. Um, Roblox is a disaster, and it's a bigger problem than people realize. Um, for whatever reason, it gets a lot less press than more traditional video game platforms, but their value right now is larger than that of Nintendo. So they're what? big to deal with. They also mostly are affecting kids, right, that there's not a lot of adults who are playing Roblox at all. And so... Social issues with Roblox are especially significant, right? Because, again, it deals with kids. They used to have message boards, but they shut them down because they didn't want to put the work into moderating them. This means that people who do Roblox are mostly hanging out on unmoderated discords or similar. Um, that's bad because they can let fascism grow, but it also is unsafe for kids because it opens them up to, like, grooming by pedophiles or other forms of harassment. Oh, yeah. Roblox also basically relies upon child labor and, you know, it's exploitative in that way. They are pretty scammy and manipulate kids into spending money in foolish ways. The best reporting that I found on this is from the YouTube channel, People Make Games. So go search YouTube for People Make Games, Roblox, and there are two videos that are pretty jaw-dropping. All right. Thanks for the show. Hang in there, everybody. Bye. Wow. Thank you, Alex. That's fascinating. I, I don't know why it never occurred to me. Pedophiles, of course. But also the child labor, interesting point. The money, interesting point. Yeah. Also... I just want to say, even though I got kind of sassy with your first two, again, <laughs> you're still our best listener. I think I'm in a mood, so I snapped at you, Alex. I'm very sorry. Thank you for your call, as always. But, yeah, I'm going to check it out. I'm I'm really curious to hear about how Hershey Crowbox is. <laughs> Any thoughts, Pete? Uh, so so this, is, this is a thing that occurred to me after we recorded, while I was editing, while I was sort of, like, taking things in rather than spewing stuff out. And the thing that occurred to me was, okay, so you have these kids that are in Roblox, right? And, like, you have these kids in these – when I was just trying to find a graphic for that episode, I ended up seeing a bunch of stuff that I didn't want to see. Oh, no. But the thing that I thought was really interesting is that I, I'm sure that a parent would be like – my kid knows that Hitler's bad. Yeah. Duh. You know? Yeah. And then part of you goes, well, do they know that Hitler's bad? Because that was like a long time ago, outside of their, you know, life experience. Uh, certainly even outside of mine. But I know Hitler's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you are working in these, like, curated, non-curated, uh, but these child-based areas, then if you start utilizing these pictures of... Hitler and the Nazi party and everything like that, I don't think that it's going to make your kid go, oh, I'm a white supremacist now. But I do think it's going to make your kid think, like, this is normalized iconography. So that when they encounter it in the real world, they're not aware of the weight that it carries. And then they may end up making off-color jokes or things like that because they don't recognize the seriousness of what's happening. It's It reminds me very much, and I, I am sorry to draw the comparison, but it's like when Donald Trump said he was going to run for president, people were like, oh, yeah, right, whatever, what a joke. And then at a certain point, people were like, oh, shit, what do we do now? <laughs> and, like, it, to me, it sort of um, – it, it starts in that really, like, soft way where – you know, you can normalize some of this, some of this imagery, 
and then it will find its way into the real world in ways that people don't expect. Because again, I think if you pressed a kid and you were like, you know Hitler's bad, right? Well, that's a leading question. But if you said, what do you think of Hitler? I think he's got a funny mustache. It's like, no, 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 that's not enough, honey. (laughs) Like, you gotta, you gotta think worse. (laughs) So, that was something that occurred to me after the fact, but I thought was probably relevant. Just to make sure that it doesn't seem like we skipped over this, I would like to clarify that I think you cannot have any uh, Hitler-related imagery in Roblox anymore. But yeah. yeah, your point still remains, and there are still like Hitler-adjacent things and fascism and stuff like that. But yeah. And if Not you to- look up, um, what was the group called? Democracy of Roblox? Yeah, I think so. You can see some uh, trailers and videos of theirs that are unsettling that do have Hitler imagery and what have you, but you know what else is scary? October. Uh, uh, What did you say? October. Icebreaker. I don't want to know what your greatest fear in life is, whatever. I do want to know like what you fear the most in your immediate life. That is my icebreaker. What are one of your biggest fears, like, currently? And I'm looking for something frivolous-ish? I'll tell you mine. Uh, mine is that I will never be able to enjoy this deck that I insisted we get <laughs> the apartment we rent because lantern flies and stink bugs will not die until the winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all I fucking want is to go on my patio... And I, you think like, wow, first world problems. Yes, first world problems. But you know what? My favorite thing is staring into the sky in the in a, in an autumn afternoon. And if I don't get that, I'm gonna be thinking about it all the way until next year. So I fear that, and I also fear being unemployed so long that it becomes very embarrassing. I also fear becoming basic. Because I don't do anything anymore. Those that's are my not basic. Things. That's boring. Yeah, I know. But I feel like because <laughs> I'm so bored, I'll just become basic. Not that boring and basic are the same, but that I will become basic. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like getting a partner and spending most of your time, this is not a judgment on my partner, but spending all your time with your partner mostly in your house usually leads to becoming basic. <laughs> How about you, Pete? Well, I do have a similar um, residential bug issue, and so that's freaking me out a little bit. To parallel another one of your fears, I mean, hey, I might never meet another person ever again. <laughs> what? You mean a partner or just a partner? Yeah. Pete, stop it. I know. I'm old, though. And then... Okay, just so y'all know, Pete's only a few years older than me, and I'm 36, so he's not old. <laughs> and then my last one is a fear that it is going to come true, and it is that I'm going to run out of Halloween Oreos. Oh, well, go get new ones. Yeah, they don't have them in my grocery store, and I don't want to go back to Walmart. I hate Walmart. <laughs> oh, man, I actually, it was a weekend, and... I, the words came out of my mouth, and I was like, ew. Not ew, because Walmart's ew. Not because Walmart. But just because I was like, this is what I want to do. I was like, 
ooh, can we go to Walmart? That'll be fun. And it was like a Saturday night. <laughs> Spoken like a true Wilkes-Barre. <laughs> yeah. And I was like so excited. And I was like, everything's so cheap. What? And it was like, I was like prancing around. And Aaron was like, what? Ew, really? Again, not ew because it's a Walmart. We're not better than Walmart. I'm just saying for a Saturday activity. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not better than Walmart. If you think you're better than Walmart, fucking check yourself. I mean, if you want to talk about, like, their labor laws or whatever, fine. I don't, you know, I'm sorry to get that. But if you want to say, like, oh, it's gross or something, go fuck yourself. My beef is that it is gross because you have a store full of shoppers and you have, like, two people working a register. Oh, no, that's gross. I think people <laughs> think, like, they're too, they're too good for a Walmart, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my icebreaker, so let's see your segue. You know what? Another thing I'm afraid of hmm. is that I'm never going to see an owl in the wild. I mean, a zoo doesn't count, right? Right. Uh, have I seen an owl? Oh, no, I showed you a video of our listener, Teresa, her seeing an owl right outside her window. Pete, I don't think I've seen an owl in the wild either. Well, it's October, so I wanted to get deep in the creep and talk about a Halloween classic, Owls. I'm sorry, right before you get into that. Yep, deep in the creep. Let's let's hear it. I was going to say I was carving pumpkins. Again, I'm sorry. I just talk about him because I have no one in my life. Uh, With Aaron, who lacks a lot of pop culture references, and the song The Freaks Come Out at Night came Mm -hmm, on, mm -hmm. and his mind was fucking blown. He was just like, what? Was it the original one or the Uncle Cracker one? Oh, the, oh, the original one, Pete. I do not have the Uncle Cracker. I don't even know what the Uncle Cracker one is. Buster Rhymes and Uncle Cracker. Oh, um, okay, Scooby-Doo soundtrack. Okay. I'm sorry. That might be okay. I I think I get confused with Uncle Cracker and like another uncle or something. No, I mean, he was Kid Rock's DJ. You are right to push back. Okay. okay. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't heard the song The Freaks Come Out at Night, listen to it immediately. I'm sorry, Pete. Go into your topic. So, Marissa, why are owls associated with Halloween? Because they're nocturnal and the night is spooky. In a way, they're night creatures, so that makes sense. But is there more? Like, is there a whole podcast's worth of content to cover? I feel like some witches probably count owls as they're familiar. Let's find out. And I'm going to start with a little segment called... Owl facts. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> to start. So good. There are more than 200 species of owls in the world. Really? Categorically, they are grouped together with other other taloned birds, like vultures, hawks, falcons, and parrots. This makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. Just thinking of a falcon and a vulture next to a parrot is hilarious. Yeah. It makes sense, but I wouldn't think to group people by their fingernails, so I thought that this is worth mentioning as a fact. <laughs> a couple of other things about owls that you know, but you may not realize. Their eyes are front-facing, unlike most birds. So they can look you right in the eyes. Whereas a robin would have to, like, side-eye you a little bit in order to look at you. Their heads turn almost 300 degrees, which is also spooky. It also sees in the dark. As one source put it, it sees what others cannot. Okay. 
okay. That's a little. It doesn't see the fucking future. Oh, but maybe it does, Marissa. <laughs> Some uh, owls also hunt during the day. Owls have talons, but did you know that they have? Okay, hold on, guys. <laughs> they have one talon that has teeth like a comb. What? So Why? that they can groom themselves. Oh, wow. They have a built-in comb on their body. I don't like that. <laughs> that was my first WTF moment about owls. My second, did you know that owls have three eyelids? I really wish you found a way to make a Mark Marin joke there. Uh, but no, it's just one, what? Three eyelids. One come from the side? One comes from the top, one comes from the bottom, and one comes across, and it's translucent. And it's like you put it on to cover your eyes when you're flying through the air so that shit doesn't get stuck in your eyes. Shit, I wish we had that for the time where I fear I'd get an eye paper cut. Owls have built-in non-prescription glasses. Marissa, did you also know that... Owls can swim? Really? No. Well, I'm going to show you. Oh, my. It probably looks ridiculous. What? This is an owl swimming. What? (laughs) Whoa, that looks fucking Why is this happening? (laughs) Why? Explain why they were swimming. I don't know why. It's not like, for you or I to say. Like, what? I don't... Why do you swim? For fun. You think they swim for fun? I don't know. I don't know. Fucking weird. <laughs> Guys, Google an owl swimming. That looks ridiculous. How would you not... Because sw- I can't even imagine what it would be swimming from and why it wouldn't just fly from it. Maybe it fell in the water. I gotta look at that later. Okay. In Greek mythology, a little owl, which is actually like a type of owl. It's not like a descriptor of the owl. A little bit of owl? A little owl is a type a type of owl. It's called an Athene Noctua. But it's Latin name. You were eating an owl and you're like, "Mm, just a little owl. Yeah. Not a big slice. The little owl traditionally represents or accompanies Athena, the virgin goddess of wisdom, or Minerva, uh, her syncretic incarnation in roman mythology i don't know what the second thing means syncretic but why does what's your face have to be a virgin hey i don't know clearly she doesn't have all the wisdom if she's never had sex am i right but um sorry um so athena exists in in greek mythology minerva same thing in roman mythology and that is what syncretic means do we ever talk about Roman mythology? I don't know. I, I, I was like Minerva. Huh. Never heard of her. <laughs> That's cute. Because of such association, the bird, often referred to as the Owl of Athena or the Owl of Minerva, the has, Althena. has been used as a symbol of knowledge and wisdom throughout the Western world. Okay. According to Patricia C. Lance, who has credentials, Marissa, that are like this. Capital C, period. Capital H, lowercase t, period. Okay, A. Ooh, ooh, do you know what it is? I a, do. 
a ooh a let me give you a antler of hoot. No, unfortunately. <laughs> a a certified historian. That's a good one. Okay, what is it? Actually, a certified hypnotist. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. Which has no bearing on what she wrote. <laughs> no, really. What does it mean? Yeah, that's what it means. Oh my god, really? <laughs> So, according to this woman, Patricia Lance, from lovetoknow.com, owls are connected to Halloween via Samhain. Marissa, are you familiar with Samhain? Isn't Samhain the pagan holiday that Halloween is based off of? Yes. It's a Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of the winter, or darker half of the year. During Samhain, the barrier between the physical and spiritual worlds is penetrable. I know. Sorry, it took me a while to make sure I got that right. You look like um, your mind was fucking blown. And ghosts rose up from their graves and wandered the streets. The Wait, Celtic past tense or present tense? Well, they write it in the past tense. Oh. Guys, the, don't think it's over. <laughs> the Celtic owl symbolism and tradition depict it as a warrior and guardian of honor. According to the Celtics... It is the wisdom of the owl warrior that gave it the right to the knowledge of the underworld's path. Mm. So if you needed to get a message to someone in the underworld, you could trust it to an owl. Okay, cool. But in medieval times, owls started to become seen as companions of witches. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. It was fabled that an owl was a witch or a wizard in disguise. Remember Archimedes from The Sword in the Stone? No. Additionally, many believe that an owl's spooky hooting signaled the approach of a witch. Owl symbolism Owl symbolism has also labeled them as indicators of nearby death or hauntings. And if you saw the movie or the documentary The Staircase, you will see that an owl can also be a bringer of death. Yes. Possibly. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to split hairs here, but I did just say that. <laughs> oh, <Oops. laughs> but I mean, like literally. Did you say like it would kill someone? No, no. Okay. But there have been owl attacks on humans before. Yes. Okay. Also, oops. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Owls were also seen as bringers of bad luck. One superstition is that a bad fate will befall anyone who hears an owl hoot three times. Yeah, that's funny. Like, we all know it's bad to see a black cat. I never knew that about owls. I think that's more fun. I think it's probably also more rare. Maybe. Like, three times in a row? Or, like... Three times in your whole entire life, yeah. Yeah, you hear it when you're five, you hear it when you're ten, then you hear it when you're 35, and you're like, oh, it's time. Now bad luck will befall you. That's pretty cool, I like that. Lots of people reference a Martha Stewart article. Not written by Martha Stewart, but like with her name on it. Okay. Which leans heavily on one source, a woman named Adrian Mayer, a classic, classical folklorist and ancient historian and professor in the classics department at Stanford University. I wish that was where my life took. She says, I don't know, because I don't really like this. Uh, I don't like her input. Okay. She says that owls have always had a history of scaring people and be, and have become a spooky symbol in society. 
as, oh, this is a quote, as fierce nocturnal flying predators, owls have been associated with witches who also fly about in the night doing dark deeds. Um, does she mean in folklore or does she think that happened? Nighttime was scary for humans, a time for werewolves, witches, demons of darkness, bats, and black cats and ghosts. Mayor also, uh, well, that's the end of her quote, so I think that, yeah, she believes all of those things are real. <laughs> yes, she needs to specify. Mayor also brings uh, in the similarities to a being character. Called... Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't even a good quote. Like, they came I know. Because <laughs> you kind of nailed it right at the start when I um, when I asked you why owls are... <laughs> yeah, you had to track down the fucking scholar for that. Anyway. Mayer also brings in similarities to the Strix. The Strix is described as a large-headed bird with transfixed eyes, rapacious beak, grayish-white wings, and hooked claws in Ovid's Fasti. Oh, I'm sorry. Pete's just kind of glaze over like we know what rapacious and Ovis Vasti means. This is the only thorough description of the Strix in classical literature. Elsewhere, it is described as being dark-colored. I don't want to look it up because I don't want to live my life like Google should save me all the time. Here's the thing. Here's here's we're gonna we're gonna work this out together. Rapacious okay. has to mean sharp. The only like the the similarity I'm bringing together is if someone has a rapier wit. I like to think uh, <laughs> similar to or derived from numerapace. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was real stupid. <laughs> However, despite being considered bad omens or harbingers of death, you could use a dead owl to ward off evil. I would think that evil would see a dead owl and target you, but apparently nailing an owl to your door was guaranteed to keep evil away. But then, one, how long do you need to keep evil away every day? And if that's the case, do you keep killing owls? If you need to keep the same owl, you have a fucking decomposing owl on your fucking front door. I'm sure that'll keep away much more than evil. It's kind of like flowers, I think. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, like, you get flowers for yourself, they end up dying, but then you just get yourself some more flowers. <laughs> I guess so you get yourself some more dead owls? Yeah, so they're good for a little while, but... <laughs> okay, cool. The tradition, which started in Roman times, was preserved for many centuries across Europe. In England, for instance, farmers used to nail an owl to the door of their barn to protect their animals from fire or lightning. A real owl? Or a picture? Or like a... 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 What? A dead owl. Yeah. How the fuck is everyone getting access to owls? That's what I want to know. I haven't even seen one in the wild. I'm like, okay, you see one, but then you have to like fucking hunt it and shit? Like, it's not like you just go and put your hand in your owl bucket. Here's the thing. We don't live in Europe. We don't know what it's like over there. Uh, if you're in Europe, gosh, if we have a European listener, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, how did you find this? If you live in Europe or have been to Europe, tell us about your owl population or your relationship with owls, and if you're fucking swimming in owls, call us at 570-POD-WOD-1. If owls pick you up and take you to work, call <laughs> us at 570-POD-WOD-1. Yes, please. In Welsh folklore, you're going to love this one, Marissa. Okay, okay. 
In Welsh folklore, hearing an owl hooting was considered a sign that one of the girls in the village had lost her virginity. Oh, that's so amazing! Also, seeing an owl in a tree was a bad omen. But the Welsh believed that they knew a trick to avert disaster. They thought that the bird will turn its head to follow a person's movement. So if you circled a tree enough times, the bird would die by wringing its own neck. That's hilarious. It's really funny. <laughs> then there is ornithomancy, the practice of reading omens from the actions of birds followed in many ancient cultures, including the Greeks, and it's equivalent to the augury. I don't know what that means. Uh, employed by the ancient Romans. Ornithomancy in some form has been found globally among a wide variety of pre-industrial peoples. Mm. Okay. I think you're supposed to trust animals, right? I mean, it depends. Like if a tidal wave is coming, doesn't don't the animals run away first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but some animals just might be... Which is the one where you, like, bring pain upon yourself? (laughs) A very guilty horse is just standing on the beach watching the waves. (laughs) Yeah. Owls are also... Now, this this is, I think, recapping in just general. But, again, we're hitting our trusted source, Adrian Mayer. Um, Owls are also tied to Halloween because they were previously considered to be a bad omen, as these animals have historically stayed away during the daytime. Quote, owls are disturbing and unsettling. See, I feel like her quotes are all loaded with her opinion. (laughs) Absolutely. Owls aren't fucking disturbing. Quote, owls are disturbing and unsettling because of their stealthily hunting and silent flight. So quiet that scientists use them to figure out how to make turbines and planes less noisy. Mayor explains. So that sounds like they could be a fascinating creature, not a chilling creature. And also, just to bring it back to what I said, what I mentioned originally, basically anything that is nocturnal can be um, linked with Halloween because, as Houdini said, the freaks come out at night. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for letting them be a pause there. (laughs) that in. (laughs) With its other features, like a sharp beak to attack prey, talons, glaring eyes, and the ability to make spooky sounds, the animal has become a mainstay as a popular culture, sorry, as a popular creature associated with Halloween. I realize anytime I see a, like a cartoony picture of a wizard, he usually has an owl on his shoulder. I don't know why. Like Archimedes in The Sword in the Stone? I guess I stop pushing that movie on me. I don't know. He was Mer- it- he was Merlin's L. Merlin's L. Owl. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Okay, it's Merlin's owl. Okay. Many African tribal names for owls translate as quote witch bird. <laughs> oh, that's pretty fun. And the stark white barn owl is often called ghost owl. Oh, I mean that's cool though. Yeah. Many cultures have hunted owls to rid their villages of evil or death, but also to reap medicinal ingredients. Oh, what do you use them for what? I don't know if you're ready for this, Marissa, but eating owl eyes was to believed to offer uh, night vision. Oh, man, that is so gross. Raw owl eggs were thought to cure alcoholism. <laughs> That's stupid. 
boiled owl fat was said to treat sores, and owl soup was a folk remedy for whooping cough. I mean, I guess whooping and hooting are not the same, but they're too close for my comfort. Owl hearts were revered as offering strength for battles, curing epilepsy, and as a truth serum. I don't know how that... Too many (laughs) You can't do all of those things at once. It's like... You're a lying person who has epilepsy and you're afraid to go to war. You eat one owl heart and it's all cured. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely not. So if you're like me and you're thinking, man, I want to see an owl. How can I attract owls to my house? I have an article from HGTV that's going to give us five things we can do. Okay. Why would you want to attract an owl to your house, Marissa? Uh, Because they're cool and I want my house to feel spooky. Yes. Because I have rodents that I want to die. Sources say that one owl can eat up to 1,000 to 1,200 mice a year. Ew, that's really gross. So the (laughs) the first thing you can do is install nesting boxes. You have to put them in the right place, though, because I did this at my mom's house, and no owls moved in. In fact, Wait. only spiders moved in. <laughs> can, ew. can I just let a bunch of mice loose in my yard? No, you shouldn't do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> Install nesting boxes to provide owls with a secure location to set up home. Most owls seek hollow cavities in trees to nest, but some, like the screech owl, are attracted to manufactured boxes. Place boxes in trees 10 to 12 feet from the ground on property perimeter where leavings will not be a problem. I'm sorry. That owl, like, can really tell the difference between what's been manufactured and what's natural? Go ahead. Explain to me what... (laughs) One's a hole in a tree and one is a, like, perfectly shaped box. So, yes. No, I mean, like, that's not... Yes. (laughs) But, like... I guess I worded that badly. There's no way in old time time that the owls are just waiting. Like, what did owls do before people were making fucking houses for them? It just says that they are attracted to manufactured boxes. It doesn't say they need them. Bougie fucks. (laughs) Okay. So, our old pal Mike Jackowitz, who listens to the show religiously, build us... A nesting box for owls. <laughs> I could probably get him to do that. Number two, don't prune large branches from trees. Horizontal perches give owls a prime location on which to perch. Okay. So that they can, you know, keep an eye out. Yeah. Put outdoor floodlights on timers. A well-lit yard does not appeal to those night stalkers. Once you have gone to bed, turn out the lights so that the pest controllers can get to work. Mm, okay. Cool. Four, provide bird baths. Like other birds, owls may be attracted by a large bird bath from which to drink and bathe. Mm, five, install an in-ground pool. <laughs> Little known fact, owls like to take a dip from time to time. Is that the number five? Because they do swim. Yeah. Um, number five is mow the lawn less often to give owls a more appealing hunting ground. Yes, and your fucking yard is going to be full of fucking bullshit. Are you fucking crazy? That's <laughs> Mice and other small rodents are likelier to traffic spans of grass left a little longer. Okay, so yeah, so basically, if you want owls, 
attract a bunch of gross shit to your yard and stop taking care of your yard, and then you'll get everything. <laughs> Owls also have most of their legs, like, tucked away. So, like, when you look at an owl and you think they have stubby little legs, they're actually not. When they fly, more come out so that they can reach into longer grass in order to catch those rodents. Oh, I hope they're not too long. Yeah, they're, like, six feet long. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so, like, like when the owls need to reach into the grass, do they, like, lift up their bottom part like a fucking, like, petticoat? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, sick. Yeah. No, they just stick them out. <laughs> like like when a dog gets horny. <laughs> oh, like the red rocket. Okay. And it wouldn't be an episode of Y'all Heard without me talking about a cryptid, the Owl Man. Ooh. In the year of 1976, a paranormal researcher by the name of Tony Doc Shields came forward claiming that he had investigated a report of two young girls on holiday in Monin. Now, this is this is in England. Who saw a large-winged creature hovering above the church tower on April 17, 1976. Some stories vary, but most are consistent when it comes to what the girls dubbed the creature, Owlman. On July 13th, 14-year-old Sally Chapman was camping with her friend Barbara Perry in the woods near the church. According to her account, as she stood outside her tent, she heard a hissing sound and turned to see a figure that looked like an owl as big as a man, with pointed ears and red eyes. This also sounds a lot like the Mothman. The girls reported that the creature flew up in the air, revealing black pincer-like claws. Sightings of the figure continued to be reported on the following day, when it was described as silvery gray. On two occasions, two years later... In June and August 1978, all within the vicinity of the church. So I read that last sentence really poorly, but basically there were two other sightings two years later, but all within the vicinity of this church, which made me think, is this where I read that article that the Jeepers Creepers movie was based off of something real? But this isn't it. Okay. Huh. The Jeepers Creepers movie is actually just based off of a guy who killed his wife and buried her body at a church. Wait, but then where does the monster come in? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, like Marissa said, some people think that these girls seeing the Owl Man, they were actually seeing the Moth Man, but they just didn't know it. Of course, maybe the Owl Man is like the Moth Man of England. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh. Sounds creepy, though. Yeah, definitely. I'd be afraid. Yeah. I mean, uh, it takes very little for me to be afraid, but yes, I would as well. And that's what I have about owls, everybody. That was good. I don't know. I mean, it was a good episode regardless. I just seem pumped on everything today. I don't know if it's because I had a lot of caffeine, because <laughs> I'm weirdly in a good mood, because I slept enough. But I was like, that was a great episode. And then before that, I was like, this show is great. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a different Marissa than usual, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I like owls. Have I seen one? In my mind, I have... Like, no, I don't think I've seen one in a while, but actually, I don't know. My parents kind of live in the country. And they That's have what I'm saying. possible that I have, and I just don't remember, because I've seen lots of things in their yard. Um, and I might have just taken it for granted. We have, like, trees all around my house, my mom's house. 
So I'm like, how have I not seen an owl or heard an owl? Marissa, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, whenever I go to visit my mom, guys, my mom, guys, those are guys who are my mom. Um, <laughs> whenever I go to visit my mom, guys, <laughs> I have to mow the lawn. So I was there mowing the lawn, except if you look outside, you might notice that it gets dark pretty early now. <laughs> yeah. So I had to finish mowing the lawn in the dark with the lights on the lawnmower, which the tractor that I mow the lawn on always had lights, but I never got to use them before. So I was very excited. But the point is, I was able to look up and see bats flying around from trees to trees. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. And so I was like, why can't I see an owl? What is going on? (laughs) Hmm. Are you going to do any of the things they said to do? I'm definitely going to move the nesting box that I got. Uh, to a tree, and I'm going to see how that goes. But the thing is, Marissa, as uh, if you recall what I said about that, you have to put them on the ground perimeter where leavings will not be a problem. What is that, duty? You know owl pellets from when you were in school? Oh, is that when they cough up shit? Yeah, the bones and the fur and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm sorry, I was going to make a horrible joke that made me hate myself, and I stopped myself as the words were coming out of my mouth. I almost sang what you said to the tune of Apple Bottom Jeans, Boots with the Fur. (laughs) And then I stopped myself, because that sounded ridiculous. Plugs. Do you have any plugs, Marissa? Um, I will say... Ooh, actually, you want to go first? I'll go first. I was originally going to plug Boo Oreos. I hope you were going to say Boo a Medea Halloween. <laughs> Spooky Oreos are out. They're great. I don't know what the difference is. The cream is orange, but it still tastes the same. Yeah, that's the difference. It's just that the that is orange, so I want to yeah. eat more of them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's I would. <laughs> the the Halloween rice krispies are just orange. They don't taste different. I would also suggest. Checking out, if you have the ability, the Marvel Studios kind of came out of nowhere, landed on Disney Plus, Werewolf by Night, which is only an hour long. But um, it's really like I was it's one of those things where it deals with a couple of not very common, not very popular Marvel heroes. And um, I was really happy to see some of them in there. Um, Man Thing is in there. Elsa Bloodstone, who... I only heard of by accident when I was reading comics that had uh, a couple other people in them. She's in in it, and it's just really good. You got Gail Garcia Bernal as well, so, you know, what are you doing? Get on it. Yeah. Cool, I'm going to see that. I forgot it was out. Yeah, um, my hope is that it's not too scary for you, but it is black and white, so you won't see any red blood. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I did hear that there's a little bit going on, but... Yeah, it looks like cheesy enough that I could, I could, I'll be okay. Um, not cheesy in a bad way, just like old timey, I guess I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this is not a plug. But, Interesting. I mean, like, it's a half plug. I'm not saying this is good. I am, I couldn't make it through the whole thing, but I was fascinated with the portion I did watch, which is Rob Zombie's The Monster. It was, very odd. Uh, it was beautiful. Like, it looked beautiful. Um, the casting was odd. The choices were odd. I don't even like the monsters to begin with, so that's also worth noting. I just, I, 
I, like it didn't look good to me in the trailers. No, it didn't, and it uh, it lasted way too long. That's why I was like, of course, I yeah. I was like, I don't hate it, but I can't watch this so long. Well, the alternative would have been that it was a pilot for a series that would have gone for three years. So <laughs> I mean, I will say, did it, did you ever see that pilot with Jerem, Jerry O'Connell with the the monster? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah, I wanted that to be a show. Uh, so my quick plugs are. Not really to watch that, but just if you're interested, it's 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 fun for like a little while. Uh, I will plug every year. Watch Vampires versus the Bronx. It is family friendly. It is so fun. Um, and I don't know if you're Latino, it's like extra fun because there's just like fun references. I concur, um, and I am not Latino. Yeah, well, yeah, it's fun even if you're not Latino, but. Boy, when he needed garlic to defeat the vampires, and he took his grandma's garlic adobo, oh, I laughed and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's plug more call to action. October 18th, guys. Wait, when will this come out? This will come out... Okay, this will come out the 14th. You have a couple days to prepare for when the boo buckets come to McDonald's. Pete, are you going to get one? Probably not. Why? Well, you know, I think of things like that, and I go, I actually have a couple of Halloween buckets that I don't know what to do with, <gasps> and and you I think do? a kid, not Boo Buck, not from McDonald's, oh. <laughs> I have general Halloween buckets, oh. <laughs> and I think, you know, some other kid deserves that a little more than me. Oh, or, I, or I guess I could say, like, some other creep deserves it more than me who's going to sell it on eBay for, like, 20 bucks. <laughs> well, I was just hoping people I knew got them, and then, like... We could trade if, like, people got one that other people wanted. Anyway, if you're into that, get them. Let's talk. Pete, you should get one, and then you and me can trade if I don't like mine. But then <laughs> you can give yours to a child. Also, let me be the child. If you don't have a child, let me be your child. <laughs> Pete, did you also hear about the uh, the Ghost Whopper? No. Does it just it, disappear? <laughs> no, you're right. It should. They wanted a Whopper with a white bun. That would have made more sense. This one has ghost pepper cheese and like ghost mm. pepper sauce. But I don't give a shit about that. It is orange buns. That's fun. <laughs> when I said buns, I felt dirty. Did you say it? It has orange buns. Yeah. Do you consider the top and the bottom both separate buns? Yeah. Oh, shut up. Fine, a bun is split and it is ours. <laughs> you can also head to yallheard.me and check out our Red Bubble store, now featuring a design that says Carpe DM. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. There's a whole bunch of weird designs. Please go yeah. to the store. Um, oh, also my, my clay pumpkin jar shop open, 31pumpkinlane.com. Sold out yet? I didn't. I sold out of specific kinds. The kind that I thought people would want to buy, I made too much of, and nobody bought those. And instead, they all bought all the ones that I made only a few of. Also, everyone keeps going, so what are you going to make for the other holidays? I was like, you know I bought the domain 31 Pumpkin Lane, right? Yeah, what are you going to do with Easter pumpkins? I was... I might do something seasonally to the pumpkins, but they're like, are you going to make, like, like Santa? And I'm like, 
for it. And then my uncle, God bless him, is like, do you change the UR, do you change the website every season? And I was just like, what? I'm going to need a whole year to make these again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what? So, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, I take custom orders if anyone wants. Um, and guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you really quick. Marissa's being really like cagey about this, but, um, I know it's in her heart. I know it's on her mind. I know she wants to plug it, but I also know she's kind of nervous. The Monster High movie is out. And she loves this shit. Okay, so here's the deal. Here is the deal, guys. Let's talk about this really quick. I love Monster High. Let's talk about numerous things about Monster High. Uh, I love the dolls. I bought the reproduction dolls. Now they remade the dolls. And part of it's cool because they have more realistic bodies that are not, like, stick thin. But I also think they look a little cheaper. Fine, that's one thing. Two, I used to love the Monster High movies. They never had live-action ones. They had CG ones, and they had a fantastic animated one. They now made a live-action movie in which the entire canon is all fucked up, and for some reason, a huge plot point is that the vampire character is a witch. Why would you add that extra <laughs> layer to that? Like, so that's... I actually haven't seen the movie because that bothered me. <laughs> and also, just, like, I liked the storyline as it existed. I thought it had a really great, really, like, empowering, like, canon. I and saw somebody, like, a review where somebody loves Monster High... Except they're very perturbed that Claudine Wolf is only half human, half werewolf. They want her to be a whole werewolf? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I kind of thought everyone in Monster High was, like, full cryptid or full supernatural. And they, like, lived in their own universe. So, yeah, basically they changed the whole storyline. So I don't know how I feel about that. So, no, I haven't watched it, Pete. I haven't. I will say there is a Bride of Frankenstein Monster High doll coming out. So it's really cool. Wow, married in high school. Do you do you like do you like Monster High? Call us at five seven zero Podwad one. You can also email us at shout at ah! me. Guys, I hope you're having a wonderful spooky time out there. Stay safe. Everyone's getting sick, and it might not even be COVID. Like, literally everyone I know seems to have an upper respiratory whatever. That's what happens when we don't all wear masks, because everyone's fucking gross as fuck. And sneezing in everyone's face. So be careful out there, guys. You gross ass. Yeah. Quit being so gross. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Yeah.